Single, which is coming out very soon. <laughs> gratitude, gratitude. The release date shall be figured out. You all shall wait patiently and um, thank you. Today, you're listening to the Chills Podcast in the Universe. In addition to that, we have an extremely, extremely special guest today. We have somebody, you know, whose story I feel a lot of young men can relate to. You know, having a passion, having, you know, just a go-getter mentality from from an early age and kind of having the stars, you know, kind of set, knowing what they want, but just, you know, life hits them in the face and just, you know, just living in this saturated artist community, you know, just a story of, you know, trial and tribulation, a story of, you know, how we can stay on our path amidst this world of distraction, amidst this world of overstimulation, you know, and just rise above it all, you know, somebody, you know, we talked on the phone off the record, you know, his story inspired me a quote machine, honestly, you know, <laughs> you know, to be honest. And um, yeah, without further ado, you know, buckle up and enjoy the ride. We have the one and only we have casual only. Yes, sir. Boy, casual only. All cats, no cap. And you know what it is, man. <laughs> I love that. I love I love that. Like, you know, because I feel like you perform a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I've, well, I've performed as much. This year we did we this year still kind of just started but yes I performed a good amount of times right so months. like that's that's something that a lot of people don't have it's like it's the stage presence it's yeah. the you know entertaining entertainment quality you know being on stage because it's yeah. like we see people get booed we see people kind of be on stage and be like like they chilling yeah I'm like no the stage is not the place to kind of be cool like you right. You're there for to entertain us. Let's be right. real, entertain us. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I love that. Like just off the top, you know, you're saying that. I'm still kind of getting my little like. I'm trying to get more into that because, but I love that you're get that slogan together. Yeah, get the slogan together. Get like the hype man in me because I feel right. like we all have an inner hype man. Yeah, we do. We do. That's how. That's how I learned how to do my ad-libs. I had to like figure out like yo, if I was hype man of my own track, how what would I say to hype to you know to 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 make it more like extra than what it already is. That, but that's a yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it though. Yeah, slogan is kind of like being your own hype man. I fuck with that. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> there goes the ooh. But listen, listen. I'm getting better. Hey, look. I'm over here like. Mm. I'll be, be, be trying. I'll be nodding, but I'll be trying to say. I'll be saying. Right, like, when you be talking, I'll be like. Mm. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. The vibration. You know, we right. on, we on the same frequency. Word. No, we definitely are. Grab me another apple. 
Um, listen, the treehouse show, a lot of things change, but what will never change is these vegetables. If we, if I have to make the guests wait, thank you for waiting to, to prepare it. They go wait because it's like, it's not the treehouse show without the treehouse fruits and the oh, treehouse sure. basic diet. You feel me? So for sure, for yeah, sure. we got the, we got the, um, guess the fruit. I ain't say it right. I think I said it. No, nah, I got you. I got you. You good? You good? Go ahead. Oh, pomegranate. You got the pomegranate. Pomegranate. Not, cra not cranberries. Not cranberries. Not yeah. Off 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 record. He um. Let's say you know he didn't get on his first try. <laughs> but that's okay. Cause when do we get anything on our first try in life? Nothing really. Birth. I got that right. Listen. I was born. That's a listen. Was it ten million sperm cells? Like don't make it. Mm -hmm. So just by being born, you a winner. No, facts though. Facts, I'm the champion, you feel me? I, <laughs> I made it out. <laughs> Listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, Looks like we made it. Look how far we come, my baby. <laughs> Damn, I did that last episode. Um, so yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> it's a great, a great song. song so, it never you know, does. Classic. Mm. Classic. Well, I appreciate you having me here, though. I really do. I how you feeling today, though? I feel I feel pretty cool. Feel pretty all right. Actually, early we can meditate, but shoot, I mean, I don't mind. We forgot to meditate. Yeah, but no, we gonna we gonna meditate after. We gonna meditate after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel but I feel pretty good though. Like stepping stepping inside the treehouse, I really feel like I feel cool. You know, I feel welcome. I don't feel pressured. I don't feel judged. I don't feel you know trying to be like you know what I'm saying like pushed into my own lane, pushed into my my own. Corner, if I may say, I don't feel like I'm being pushed into a corner. I feel like I'm like, oh, I'm, cool. This is like this home. You feel me? So like, that's that's actually a great feeling to feel when you step into a new environment that you've never been into. Mm. You stepped into a lot of environments that you haven't been to for the first time. Yeah, like that's that. When it comes to performing, like you were saying earlier, like the last performance, I'm sorry. Yes, the last performance I did was. Uh, you ever had kombucha before? Oh yeah, I love kombucha. I used to, I used to work love. at a, um, I, I used to work at a uh, store where they, they mm. sold it a lot. That's how I got into it. But now, yeah, performing in a lot of different places. Um, you know, you you tend to go into venues and certain venues that like the 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 venue owner is cool sometimes, most most of the time. But like the event curator or the artist may not be as cool. Really, the artist, because you know we make. You know, home isn't a home isn't it's a place. It's a people. Kind of like got that from uh. Oh, Honda means family. Yeah. Oh no, Thor Ragnarok. Oh shit. Yeah, that one. That one too. No, Honda does mean family though. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's the community, man. It's community to raise a child. Let's give respect to the, the OG Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. I think I love about kombucha. It smells like liquor, but it's not liquor. Exactly. If recovering alcoholics, you know what I'm saying. If you having problems kicking a habit, sometimes you gotta replace a habit with another habit. Yeah, man, kabusha. I wanna. Uh, oh, yeah, but not the people. The people in a place. The people in a place is what. The people is what make a place seem like home. So it's like, yo, it doesn't matter where we at, as long as like we still have that feeling of being welcome and vulnerable and cool and, and stuff like that. Then it can feel like home. But it be venues that I step into really just I don't really feel welcome. You know, but you still gotta make yourself comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. <laughs> the forge. The for oh yeah. Yeah, I did the forge once, never again. I ain't like it. They they didn't treat us nice. They we was I was younger too, but they didn't treat none of my I had a, I was in a group back then called Board, but they didn't treat none of my homies nice. Um 
we were supposed to go like fifth and we damn near went last and like it was it was just so messed up you know what i'm saying i mean we still managed to network and stuff like that but at the end of the day it was just it wasn't it wasn't very welcoming at all it wasn't very welcoming at all so it's, it's just really important to make an artist feel comfortable being making an artist feel comfortable is very important when it comes to like you know if you're show if you guys throw shows like make them feel comfortable show them that everything is taken care of don't be amateurs about it stop letting other artists pay their way and pay their way to be skipped ahead of the uh the lineup that should be dumb as hell like it's sometimes you even have artists that pay to perform but even if they did pay to perform like you know like stop letting them cut the line like yo bro it's, you should have got here earlier you should hit me up earlier you probably would have got them you would have you would have got slot two to perform you know what i'm saying but yeah that was that was that was a bad experience though the last show was was probably funny i had like three people in the crowd the smallest crowd i ever had in my life it was like four no it's like five people five people in the crowd and it was all the people i i sold tickets to man that was pretty much that was pretty much the end of that <laughs> mm. i mean thanks for being like honest mm -hmm. you know because a lot of artists struggle with understanding the steps that it takes to get to where you want to be yeah they want to skip steps they yeah like you said yeah they want to pay to play yeah you know it's it's it pay to play is important though pay to play is important but they want to pay i don't want to say pay to stay but they want to pay to fake yeah you know to fake their way to the top yeah and you can pay to play but pay to play doesn't mean pay to win yeah yeah, they try to pay to win. Yeah, they try. To, they really try to pay to win on the to side. To pay to win on the side, yeah. and and it, it, the problem with that is it instills a false sense of confidence, yeah. which is important for people who struggle with like self confidence. You do, let's say you got to be bravado. You kind of got to fake yourself into a fake it till you make it. Yeah. And shout out to Kristen for kind of talking about that. You, if you're somebody who struggle with like insecurity or like you know bullying and stuff like growing up yeah you do kind of need to like overdo it yeah to get to that but the thing is people they get used to the tool mm -hmm. you know right but then after the it's like you have a loose nail in this table right you know right and it's like you, you get a screwdriver mm -hmm. to screw it right but then it's like after you know what happens when you screw it after a point it stops and you start stripping it you start stripping you start it's stripping like, the screwdriver yeah it's, uh, the screw. Start the screw is tight now. Why are you still? But you're still using the screwdriver. So right. what, what do you do to the screw? The screw. You stripped it and it's, it's it's stuck in there, and, and then like when you try to remove it, it's like, you know, depending on honestly, it, just depends. Now you know that's in that analogy. It depends on where you're trying to go from there. But basically, the tool no has 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 fulfilled its purpose. Exactly. And now at that point, but you rely too heavy on the tool because you saw the uh, the the results it gave you. So right. you thought that. You thought that your value was in the tool when your value was actually the goal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So going back to to that, it's like pay to play. I appreciate the honesty because I feel like more artists need to to, to be and it's called it's uh it's it's called be assertive and be confident, but also balance that with humility. Yeah. Because you can't innovate, right? And you can't take things to the next level without a healthy sense of where you're at. Mm. You need to you need to constantly reevaluate. You know, obviously it's subjective, you know, but as long as you have a healthy barometer yeah. that kind of takes you back to okay, I'm good at this, I'm good at that, but I need work right. on that, 
Yeah. You know, and you have a healthy circle. Yeah. Going back to team, you talk about like it's who you keep around you. As long as you have a healthy circle around yeah. you who is not there to bring you down, but they're giving honest feedback because they want to see you grow. Yeah. You know, I feel like if you put in the work, there's no way that you won't. And it, it's like people want to reach a certain goal or like have a million followers. Yeah. It's not saying that the universe will give you that, but you will grow. There's yeah. no way that you're doing all the right things and you don't see results. Exactly. It may not be the results you want at that time, but you will see results. You definitely will. I think. I think for the most part. I think for the most part, it's, it's really like just, just, just trying to piggyback on back, back on a uh, pay to play type of deal. It's like yo, like I mean, I mean, just still being on it. It's like you can. It's, it's all of it is a tool. It's a, it's a tool. Like you know what I'm saying. Like anything that's missing, I feel like personally, anything that's missing with music for me. It allows you to 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 discover it, to find it, because eventually you're gonna need to have it. You know what I'm saying? Like the weekend, didn't want to show his face once upon a time, and he wound up having to show his face eventually. You know, build that confidence up to to show people what he actually looked like. And, I'm and a lot of us were surprised. We was he's not like, a bad looking dude. He's not a bad looking dude. And on top of that, his, the way his hair looked and everything like that, it was just it was just really it was just really dope. It was just really dope. So I think for the most part. I think for the most part, man, like whenever people try to like pretend, if you're if you're pretending, like you said, if you're pretending, let it be you're pretending so that way you could, like you said, to, to grow, to get stronger, to get better. But if you're pretending and you know that like can I, can I cuss? Can I cuss? Fuck, fuck, bitch. Okay, Slap. cool. Yes. Like nigga, you know you don't really need that shit, bro. You don't really need that right now. You just you just took advantage of it because you know that the other person probably may need it more than you do. So you want to just like, all right, cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you ain't got no confidence. Ha ha. I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them. Woo, woo. And they could be the less, the, the most non-talented performer you done seen or artist you done seen. And I've seen it. We've all seen it so many times. But it's just the confidence. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like personally, I was lacking that when I was younger. Like, I was a shy kid. But as I got older and... And like, you know what I'm saying? You know, girls, of course. Girl, girls bring it out of you. They like they find a way to bring it out of you. They don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just dating gets you more. Yeah, like like just talking to them. They like, you know, you'd be like, oh, man, like you, you kind of, for some reason, magically, you got this power of confidence that you want to just speak to them now. Or you want to try to make them feel a certain type of way towards you. You feel me? And all of that stuff. It's a great motivator. It's it's a great motivator. You know what I'm saying? Like my my first song was for was for a female. You know. Ever. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Tell uh, us about that. It was her name was Elise uh, Alyssa Farquan. You know what I'm saying? Alyssa, if you're watching this, <laughs> I hope you're doing good. There still might be a chance. <laughs> nah 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 bro. Nah she 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 like the hood guys. I'm not I'm not hood at all. You know what I'm saying? I ain't hood enough. You know what I'm saying? My name ain't holding weight in the streets like that. But uh, <laughs> but I think you know me writing that me writing that song for her and performing it, like that take a lot of fucking confidence to do to write a song about somebody and then present it in front and like present it in front of her in the whole classroom. Then you know gradually performing it in front of the whole school, like that to me was completely out of body. Something I would have never done at that age during that time of my life as a kid, you know, and. When I was in school, when I was in high school, because I went when I went to Shaw, I attended Shaw Art Chicago High School for the Arts, and I was studying theater. 
when I had to when I got a chance to perform my song for the school like little like open showcase of, you know people was in there for theater but they low key knew how to dance or they knew how to rap or they do how to do other things you know multi talented people it was like for the first time I'm on stage and I'm reciting my own words that I wrote you know what I'm saying coming from my true experience background and my own creative thoughts you feel me and that was a completely like another out of body experience. Theater, it was it was cool to perform, but it was safer because it's not me. These not my words. So if I'm reading what you got down on the paper. That's like reading aloud in the classroom. That's easy. But reading or reciting what you wrote, that's different. And you you just be hoping that they fuck with it. You be hoping that they fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? But not everybody will. But somebody will though. Somebody always use you like that one or two person in the crowd that's gonna be like. Okay, I'm rocking with this. And you just rock with the them. Aggressive nod. Right, right. Like, like, okay, okay. Like, you just rock with them. Whoever that is rocking with you in the crowd, rock with them. Because, you know what I'm saying? That energy is connected. They're going to, peep. some people are going to be like, hmm. And then they see him like, and then they might be like, because they want to know, you know, we it's that FOMO. It's just that fear of missing out. I don't want to miss out on this good time, this good energy. I don't want to miss out on something that could be something bigger than what it is right now. You know what I'm saying? So, that person nodding and that girl nodding and you ain't nodding, okay, you may not like it, but you may nod to the beat, you know what I'm saying? Or the energy may be crazy and like, yo, this dude is insane. Like, bars is all right, but y'all gotta see him perform. Like, cause he's, he's projecting that energy out there. You know what I'm saying? If you project that energy out there, I'm telling you, like, it's it's just a different, it's just a different feeling. It's, it's way more, it's, it's, it's way more thrilling in a way like you just huh, and then you just feel good you know what I'm saying and it, and it carries out through the room it can, you can carry with you throughout the room and everybody you know respects it but I'm like cool great I like it I like this you know what I'm saying I feel like I was talking I feel like, man, I feel like I'm talking in a circle but. no no I love I love and then we'll come back to the performing but I love how you talked about I love how you talked about that feeling of how oh, I did that, like reciting your shit mm-hmm. versus somebody else's, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, and I'm curious to like, and I've been through that phase where it's like, okay, I might do a cover, I might do a remix, and it feels okay. If, if people mess with it, it's like, I feel okay. Or it's like, oh yeah, bro, I, you know, I really like that beat you use. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you like the beat, do you like my vocal? Yeah, I saw, I saw somebody made a comment, he's like, man, that went hard, that beat go hard. Yo, that, I went crazy. That beat go that crazy. Beat go crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you'd be like, thank you. But you'd be like, I ain't make the beat. So it's this like, involvement is what engages us. Mm-hmm. That's the conclusion I've, that's the realization that I'm kind of coming to as I get older. Is this the more we're involved into something, the more we're committed in the process, mm-hmm. the more satisfying the result is mm. you know mm-hmm. so what do i mean by that what i'm bringing back to you is and off the record we talked about you know how you had a friend he yeah. did it all yeah yeah you know? young shout out to k young k young you know he did it all you know mm-hmm. produced mixed yeah master so and so forth did it all right yeah and it's like you felt good just reciting your lyrics you know yeah. but like what does that feel like to do it all and then have people fuck with it right but my question to you is I'm not sure if you've done it all or I haven't done it all. My question to you is, what is the balance, you know? Because it's like, obviously doing it all, it feels great. 
when you get when you get that recognition. When you get that recognition, you yeah. do it all. Because yeah. the opposite is true. When you do it all, people don't fuck. It hurts even more. Yeah, it's like I just did all that work for what? And you know when they don't fuck with it, it's a hundred percent. They don't fuck with you because yeah. you did it all. <laughs> you know, or not even you, but they don't fuck with the art you made. It's yeah. easy to take it that way. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's very. It's At very least when easy. it's like a beat that's not true, they can be like, "Well, I didn't make the beat. I didn't make the beat though, so it ain't all me." But you make it all. You record the video. Like if they don't mess with it, then they don't mess with like, your art. Make it like it's a person, but it's like. But it's also a humbling experience. Yeah. I bet you grow real fast when that happens. Yeah, yeah. You either you either you either gonna you know you Fold gonna, or, or you gonna get better, you're gonna try it again. Right, so I do respect that, but I keep the the question I'm trying to ask you is, is there a balance between doing it all yourself, you know, and like basically going, you know, boss to the wall, all in, tunnel vision, doing it yourself, or having other people chip in and help, you know, and maybe the volume is more, getting more done. You know, what's the balance to that? Because definitely if you do it all yourself, it could be a drain. You know, the time commitment, slower, you know what I'm saying? Whereas you let other people chip in, you know, it may not be exactly where you want it to be, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like you get more volume, yeah. you know, it's like a little sacrifice. What, what has been your experience with kind of finding that balance? So at first I was like, the idea of doing it all yourself is fucking fantastic. You know what I'm saying? That's a real life skill to have like good management, good time management and energy management to to really do all of that. You know what I'm saying? But for, for me particularly, like the balance comes in where I do go through writer's block every once in a while. You know, I hate to say that, but every once in a while, but, I, but you know, I even have to remind myself how to get out of it because it can be so strong for so long because you didn't say so many things or you didn't like little Wayne said you didn't say so many things you didn't use that line you know you, you know you don't want to use the same thing so it comes in where it's like I think one song I had on my last EP like it or love it it's called bounce to it my homie uh Danny uh you know shout out to Danny Danny wrote the hook I I he wrote me and him he wrote the original hook and I went with him i edited a little bit but he still gets credit for writing that hook you know what i'm saying because i couldn't get to it i couldn't reach the hook in time i reached the verse but i couldn't reach the hook so i needed some help you feel me and before i started recording myself obviously like i have to reach out like and and reach out for an engineer to do the recording and the mixing and the mastering for me so it's like what, what i and I, what i used to tell kid was and, and, I, and i guess just to answer your question it's like you can do it all, that's great, but sometimes it's just dope to just be the artist because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're, if the job you, if the position in the job you want is, I want to be the singer, recording artist, I want to be the recording artist, the rapper, the singer, you should be doing more of that and, and a little of everything else, not the whole entire thing because that shit can take all damn day. Like, sad to say, but true, it's going to take all day. You know what I'm saying? So learn how to, if you can, if someone's willing to help you, just take the hat off. Look, you know what? You can go ahead and be the videographer. You can go ahead and be the engineer. You know, and it just- and Why do you think people struggle with that? Because, well, for one, being in Chicago, it's still like a, still like a lot of crab in a barrel energy, mentality. Still, I can do it myself. I don't <laughs> trust you. I even have it, I even have it with me. And, 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 and it may not show all the time, but I do have it with me because it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, here goes a dude like that they say they rap 
but they don't really fucking rap all the time. Like, they not serious about it. The way, you know, kind of like niggas be like, they rap, they rap, they sing, they sing, but they don't really do it like how you're supposed to be doing it. Or, or any other type of like, you know, catalog. I, I do videos, I, I have a studio and all these, I'm a photographer. You don't really do it, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't wanna, time, time is so valuable, bro. I don't wanna give you my time for free. You know what I'm saying? I'm basically paying you valuable time of mine just so that way you can waste mine because you you like what you see over here and you want that. But And I don't wanna give it up for you. If I know I can record myself, but you say you record people, you record artists, I don't wanna give up my valuable time to you just because it's like, oh, you wanna try it. That's cool if you're a beginner. You should try yourself. But personally, that's how I feel. But it's like, if you're a beginner and it's like, oh man, I kind of been doing this for like six years. I kind of want somebody with some experience. You feel me? And, and it's hard to, just to, to let it go. Or you've been doing it for so long and it's just like, you're not going to do it the way how I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool too. Like, got artists like that. They're like, look, I like doing it all myself. And they and some have became successful doing it that way. But I don't know, man. I just, like I said, you just got to, you just got to learn how to just be, I guess, vulnerable Sometimes I, Russ said it in his book. Uh, it's all in your, it's all in your head. So it's all, it's all in your mind. Like you read it. I read it. Yeah, I actually have it with me. I've been meaning to read that book. Yeah, I'll let you scan. I, I, I figured, I figured you was gonna want to like see it. I'm gonna let you scan I it. Fuck with Russ. Yeah, I fuck with him too. I'm like, it's, it's good to be vulnerable sometimes. <clears throat> it's just be vulnerable with your emotions and just relax, bro. Like you, you, you can do it all, but man, like it, it takes a team. It's a team for a reason, you know what I'm saying? Like, have you tried doing it all? And like, what happened when you did it all? Um. Well, I don't have resources, so marketing, I'm gonna always have to reach out for, to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Um, but to booking the show, writing the music, mixing it, booking the show, Fighting, oh, coming up with ideas to promote, promotion ideas, coming up with the pitch for my promotion or whatever, then actually putting that on, putting that on wax. It was, it felt good, cause I know that I did all this work, but like you said, what hurts the artist is how the people feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Like on paper, it sounds so great, so dope. You put the money, you, you finalize the idea, you put the money behind it, you do it, you post it. Now we just sit and wait how to see what people think. Sometimes 20 people like it and the other 82 don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? And it, and, it, and you and you kind of like, you know, you reel it in like, all right, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I thought it was great. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I thought it was really great. I thought it was something that was gonna really reel people in, but it's like, you, you got a small fish, but you really want that big ass fish. And it's like, you didn't grab it like you thought you would. So, you know, it's just consistently, constantly keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 all it really is. I hope I answered the question. <laughs> no, vulnerable, you yeah. know, humility. Yeah. No, yeah. all of that. That was a great, I just wanted to expound on that because people think that it's like, oh, I'm a rapper or I'm an artist. Yeah. I just rap. Yeah. You know? And they couldn't be further from right, from wrong. Yeah, they could be it. I was, I was thinking, like, mm. yeah. <laughs> not, not a, that's a big mm. That's a mm. Um, No, but like, and I'm learning too. I'm glad you mentioned those things like promotion, you know, 
and it's a big one people sleep on coming with the idea for the promotion bro that's I, a huge drain if you don't if you don't take if no one takes anything from this from this interview from this podcast you must come with the idea ready come with your uh, come with your own ideas ready even if it's if it's a song come with a melody ready come with you mumbling on the beat ready you know what i'm saying if it's promotion marketing come with a reference marketing thing ready like i had used a marketing video of joey perp he was in a a store you know how people do like the music videos and they do the borders and shit that's just whack everybody fucking does it but it was like what he did was he had the song playing and he was he walked in the store part purchased the juice came out it was just drinking the juice and it was like coming soon you feel me same setting same set they just did a separate like quick 60 second shot of that and I learned I'm like man I started doing that I started shooting promo videos after the video was done just so that and I had and I had the ideas and I came with it just so that way I could make sure yo once we done shooting this I want to shoot this shot with you stepping back slowly while I'm in the room because the, the video was being shot in the room me going crazy in my room or whatever so I'm like yo it's, it's just best to come with those ideas ready for the, the video I did with Lero up next the um two-way balling you know, the story came ready, you know, melodies came ready for any other song. Like, just come with your own ideas ready to present. You're not going to go to, if you if you work at a corporate job, like, he's going to hop up there and talk. No, you're going to have some type of, you know, some type of script, something, you know what I'm saying? Something ready. What are we doing today, class, for the rest of the year? The class going to want to know what we're doing for the rest of the year in this class. You know, how, what they call it? Uh, uh, syllabus. Uh, syllabus. I was going to say a synopsis. But yeah, same, uh, thing. Same, same thing, mm -hmm. right? You know, have a syllabus ready. Have something ready. Stop coming unprepared because you look dumb. You look stupid. You look stupid. People feel bad. They just clap because they clap out of pity. I feel bad for you. I'm going to I'm gonna clap for that because you had a lot of courage to come up here, which it did takes courage. But at the end of the day, it's like... You didn't get what you wanted. You didn't get what you came here for. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm. I ain't mean, hurt no feelings, but if your feelings hurt, then shit, then the suit fits, then must be you then. You need to come with your own ideas ready. Come with something ready. So, I, like, I have, like, three bounce-off things from this. Mm -hmm. The first thing is... I'm really digging these vegetables, bro, for some reason. Why am I not going to? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> If you're going to leave one thing, you're going to leave well-fed from the Treehouse Show. No, definitely well-fed. <laughs> Maybe we should stop giving out participation trophies. Yeah. You feel that? Yeah. Maybe that's conditioning people. Yeah. That unprepared is okay. We live in a society of like, oh, just freely nilly. Very show sensitive. Up. Show up. Show up. Yes, show up. Absolutely show up. Um, if you're trying to lose 200 pounds, show up by all means. But people are taking this show up concept too far. Mm -hmm. People taking this show up concept, show up to the music video unprepared. Like videographers tell me that my homie, my, all the people on the same team that, that I'm on Nappy World, two of my videographers, they they always run into every one of those artists a few few times a day. Like they don't know what they want, but they just want the video to be dope. And the thing is, you could be a Quincy Jones. You could be a uh, Guillermo del Toro and do that because their showing up is based on a foundation of 30 years 
of scripture of preference, so they can they can just show up and just willy nilly because they built the foundation. Right. You didn't build the foundation to just show up. Nah. On some willy nilly. Nah. The people think that they can go back to skipping steps. They can just show up with no prep and it's gonna work out. And then when it don't work out, be disappointed. Right. So going back to going back to that, maybe maybe we shouldn't give out participation trophies because. I feel like with young men, we need to reinforce. The, I hate to say it, our parents were right, or like our grandparents were right. Like you gotta work, yeah. You gotta put in a day and day out. We gotta go back to the roots. We gotta go back to the like. You know what I'm saying? Maybe don't smoke with the boys today. Maybe don't stay up till uh, fucking crackhead hours. You know what I'm saying? The night before you got a video shoot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? True. Maybe don't. You know what I'm saying? Have homegirl slide at five a.m. You know what I'm saying? Then y'all you was, you was not trying to let me go today, bro. You was like. What man? You better no. That ain't gonna. The moment you mentioned it, actually, I was no, I was gonna let you go. But the moment you mentioned homegirl, I was like, boy, if you don't get your <laughs> instantly. Oh I said he from Chicago, Bronzeville. I hit him with the boy, if you don't. Know. I'm like, come you know on, gee, come yeah. on, man. But, but I could, I couldn't, I couldn't see it this weekend anyway. You know what I'm saying? The universe works in mysterious ways. But oh. anyway, no worries. It, it was meant to happen that way. I couldn't see that. I was right. It was meant to happen that way. You know, so people need to stop expecting things. People say, oh, luck. Luck. Maybe if I get lucky. And people don't understand what luck actually is. I was reading this book. And it was interesting. They said luck is actually where preparation meets opportunity. If you think about that, mm-hmm. and it, it makes sense. If you look at the times where you were like lucky, either you were like kind of prepared Right? A little bit. You know a little bit about something and then you were just in the right place. That's the opportunity part. You know, it's never you completely not prepared mm-hmm. and then you in the wrong place that you get lucky. Never. Mm-hmm. It's either one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Y'all leaning too much on the opportunity part. Yeah. Y'all do a good job at that. Like being around the right people, clout chasing. Y'all do good at the opportunity part, right? right. But then the preparation part, oh, y'all don't prepare. Never, it takes both. Never ready to rap. It's like a Venn diagram. It needs both. You have to prepare to an extent. Cause guess what? What the opportunity there? You go. You meet. You meet that Kanye. Yeah. And I. And that's why every all y'all niggas should watch the Kanye documentary. I don't care if you hate Kanye. Just watch it to give you reality of that's how cutthroat the industry is. Yeah. And Kanye, right? He had the opportunity, but what else was he? He was consistent. He was talented. He, he was prepared. He was. He was always. He was. He pulled up to. He's a rapper, right? He yeah. will pull up me freestyling, prepared. That's preparation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Really? You know what I'm saying? It's like he was never just like, uh, he would pull up, but he also would have something to offer. Now, and you're not always going to get lucky, and he didn't always get lucky. No. You might get lucky, but the thing is, you increase your luck by being prepared, and Kanye was always prepared. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's a great example of like, he, he did have an opportunity. He was yeah. around like Tali Quilly. He was around, he had opportunity, but he was prepared. He yeah. didn't just sit back. Yeah. Ex- entitlement. Niggas had his entitlement. That they're like, oh, I own this. I deserve it. You don't deserve shit. No one owes you anything. Literally, actually, you deserve nothing if you don't put in the work. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. You, I guess your mama's unconditional love. Apart from that, mm-hmm. that's the first thing. The second thing I want to make is how do we go into the position of, so going back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You were saying that that promotion yeah. The, the marketing aspect. Yeah. And I, I want to ask you, when did that, because a shift happens. A shift definitely happens where it's like, you say you've been doing music for six years? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
about seven. <laughs> seven, about seven, yeah. About I kind of caught that. You, you threw it out there. But obviously, when you start, it's not the same, you know, whatever. And I'm like two years in, I'm learning. But when did that switch happen where you were like, okay, I can't just like rap and expect me to blow up? When did it hit the like, oh, damn, I got to be thinking about was, the ideas before I pull up. I got to be 19. marketing. I was 19 years old. I just graduated high school in 2017. And what me and my homies used to do when I was back in the group, we used to just record the music and drop it. Like, now that I think about it, I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? But it's like, but this this is the thing. This is the thing, though. I would record the music, and I would drop it, and I would just tell people to go listen, and that's it. And it's not really that simple. So my homie that I was working with um, at the time, uh, we used to work at uh, Lucky Strike Chicago at that uh, bowling alley. That's right there. Yeah, I used, to, I used to work over there. I was working there for almost like two and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was like, um, he told me, he said, you just recorded it. You just put it out. Do you have any more other songs? You know, he like, you got some more songs or whatever? I was like, no, nah, I mean, I got them broke down, but I ain't got them recorded. He said, bro, you need to like, don't drop, like record three to four and, re- and drop one. And do it like that, and then promote it. So that way, when you when you do release your songs, it's almost as if oh, he's just going nonstop the whole time. You had three, three, four songs re- pre-recorded already, type stuff. And then when I when I picked that little piece up, I also picked up, yeah, record it, drop it. But before you drop it, drop a promo. Have a promo ready. See, now we starting to now we starting to get ready. We're, we're prepping, like you said, we're prepping now for the drop, pre-drop. The drop and post, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's what they call it. The uh, it's like creating a paragraph or whatever, a paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got the intro, you got the body, and then you got the ending. So you need to always think of it like that for your music. Like, do the pre-marketing, drop the song, and after you drop it, you know, post-marketing. You know what I'm saying? And, and, it, and you just kind of pick up on it. The more you watch people do it, you feel me, Kanye. And Drake and Nicki Minaj and and Vic Mintz, all these people we always try to, but they can do it like you said. They've built that up for themselves. You know what I'm saying? What I think people should do is, <laughs> I'm like, what I think people should do. What I think people should do. I'll talk this shit. Come up with a marketing plan. And as I have, when I say marketing plan, it doesn't have to be so critical, analytic, whatever. Just be like, all right, cool. We all know that TikTok is a thing right now. Create a TikTok video of you uh, performing your song, but find that special weird thing about it as you're performing and then perform it. Post it on all your social media websites. And after you do that, uh, get people engaged, drop the actual song or video, and then promote it for like another week. And then do it again for the next one. While you were doing all of that, the fun, the good thing about it is you already had all that ready. Once that's all ready and you're in the motion of doing it, you're behind, you're in the back, you're in the back of the classroom, right? You're in the back of the classroom working on the other stuff. Oh man, that's so dope. That's so good. I've done it before and it feels so good because it feels like I'm ahead of the game. I feel like I'm ahead of the class right now. You know what I'm saying? It's when that shit get caught. When you get cut up, that that's when you be like, look. But it's all good though because you can still promote and eat off the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because you've already been doing that. You know, so it really shifted when I was 19, turning 20. I just had to learn how to be more prepared, like you said, be more prepared, not just making the songs, but marketing the songs too, and having the money for the songs too. You know how much your ideas are worth. 
a lot of our ideas cost us a lot of money but you gotta learn how to how to make the idea come to life in a budget with a budget you know what i'm saying who you know what you know what you have you know what i'm saying what you got to work with type stuff yeah no i love that it's um i feel like a lot of people think it's too late you know they think that like okay i gave it my best shot and it's like i'm not seeing the results so uh, on to the next i mean michael jordan gave it his best umpteen shots before he was like on to the next you know what i'm saying like people quit too easily like i feel like what do you think what do you think is the biggest thing as an artist that makes people quit what's like the thing that like most artists that they see it's like fuck it <laughs> it's it's just that first that first time falling you know what i'm saying your first fall is always is always going to be the fall where you learn the most and it also can hurt the most you know what I'm saying? It's going to hurt before you learn it. You know what I'm saying? Healing doesn't happen till after. You know what I'm saying? Like, greatness doesn't happen till after you struggle. You feel me? It's always the, the bad before the good. It's going to get ugly before it gets pretty. You know what I'm saying? Whatever analogy you want to bring up, it was nothing. It was dark. It was painful. It was whatever. After that, progress, perseverance, success, greatness, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So when people fall that first time, they be like, boom, it hurt, it hurt so bad. I, I gotta go, I'm done, I'm done. It's like, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like people didn't do what they had to do when they were sick, they fall through it through sickness. They, you know, they, when they say blood, sweat and tears, like bro, blood, they bust their ass so many different times, got hurt. Kanye West busted his jaw, blood, sweat, and tears. He kept going through it. You know what I'm saying? Tears, life happens. You may be broke. Someone that you dearly love or that you that, that you love dearly, I mean, may have passed away during the process. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying? Just the sweat is like, yo, I didn't put in so much fucking work and hours. And that's where the entitlement comes in. But it also got to know that there's someone who's better than you who has put in more time than you. You know what I'm saying? So... I think that entitlement, like I said, that shit kind of comes in when people be focusing on everyone else but themselves, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's just just learning to get up after that first fall and keep going after that first fall. That's what makes them quit, I feel. Mm. I was actually, you know, Simple Plan, the group? If you want it, then I need it. I'm addicted to you. Know that song? Nah. You don't know that song? I know. It sounds good, though. You old enough. You should know that song. I probably do. You know, that, that's our generation. It's I, like early 2000s. I probably do, bro. You don't get me wrong. I, I know I would know songs, how they sound, but I'll never mm. know the title of the artist. It's like that, um, was it? Dun, 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 dun. What's that group? You, you know that so much bug you been waiting for. Yeah. What is that group called? Ah! I don't know. You know what I'm talking about though. I don't know what you're talking about. I know, I know. Anyway, it'll come back to me. But yeah, that whole era, but like, why am I saying this? The song, right? Mm -hmm. It's about like, it's a girl. It's like, if you want it, then I need it. I'm addicted to you. Heartbreaker, you don't know what you've done. I never want to do this again. But the second part of the song, he like, take me back, baby. Because he's addicted to her. Right. And my thing is like, Niggas be addicted to everything else except their purpose. Yeah. Niggas be addicted to a girl. Yeah. Niggas be addicted to drugs. Yeah. Niggas be addicted to their ex after it's over. You feel me? Facts. Niggas be addicted Preach. to validation. Yeah. 
Niggas be addicted to Jordans. It's, it's like outside validation. Which is like validation too, because you want the validation. But my thing is, people like addiction gets a bad rap, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's just like the thing, it's like if you do anything, the excess is bad. But in my opinion, I feel like if I don't agree with like addiction a hundred percent, but if you're gonna be addicted to something, be addicted to your purpose. Because when you addicted to your purpose, when you addicted to a girl, what do you do? Heartbreak. You do anything for her. You'll do anything. She could like rip your heart out and like you'll still be serenading her at her door. You know what I'm saying? Like she could do anything and it's like you'll still come back. You could suffer the most biggest L. You know what I'm saying? But like you'd be like, I'm done. You even say I'm over with it. I'm done. I'm fed up. Two weeks later, you down bad on the phone. You know what I'm saying? I miss you, baby. <laughs> exactly. But bringing that analogy back to like if you want to be a rapper, you know what I'm saying? That's that first setback. Yeah. You know, that heartbreak. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She cheated on you with Bobby. You feel me? You found out. I knew Bobby. You said it's shit. over with. You yeah. feel me? Over. You know what I'm saying? That's when, like, you know what I'm saying? You bomb. You had a show, nobody show up. You know what I'm saying? That's that heartbreak. That's that, you know what I'm saying? But it's like that addiction part. That's where that addiction come in. Mm -hmm. I'm a, like, it was a little, it was a little, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm good. Go well, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not really going anywhere, but I just kind of want to stress <laughs> that analogy. It's just like, try being addicted to your purpose. And it's like, it's right. easier said than done. But just like, if you, you can just study the things in your life that you value the things that your life that without you would feel empty and complete yeah and you kind of start looking at how you got to that point what made me addicted to video games oh probably i was um i don't know doing it for a long time mm -hmm. um i do it every day consistently mm -hmm. you know i find a sense of competitiveness or like achievement when i get that kill when i get that street like look at that dissect because people just say, oh, addicted. I, I can't get addicted to it. Well, no, a dissected thing, because we're all addicted to something. Everybody has a vice. So people are addicted to work. Yeah. So look at what you're addicted to. Look at how you got there and see how you can apply those steps of getting addicted. It's almost making addiction a good thing. See yeah. how you can get addicted to your passion. So, yeah. okay, say I got addicted to video games by playing all fucking day. Right. Maybe, like, I cut an hour from video games and put that in my purpose. So now I'm getting more addicted to my, my rapping. Yeah. You know, say I'm addicted to, um, you know what I'm saying, smoking. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, I'm not saying stop smoking completely, but maybe I cut down my smoking by, you know what I'm saying, maybe instead of two blunts, I smoke one blunt. Let me, let me take it back a little bit. Let me take it back a little bit. Because I've, I've been going through this like search of do people know what their purpose is? Mm. You know what I'm saying? First, you got to find your purpose. You got to find your purpose. How do you find your purpose? I feel like living your life, like doing things that make you happy. Once you do things that make you happy, you'll find your purpose and how to make everyone else happy. Personally. That's something like everything ain't always artistic. Mm. But it's like if you always want to do yoga... You'll know, you might be like, okay, doing yoga has taught me that my purpose in this world is to always go a bit further when it comes to trying new things. And then, okay, how can you make that a service? This dude that I used to work with at um, Protein Bar and Kitchen, that's why I learned about it. That's why I like learned that I had a thing for kombuchas, you feel mm. me? He was like, yo, we're all put on this, work, in this world to give a service. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I used to complain about, man, I hate working for customers, man. Like, they attitudes be so stanking. I understand you probably dealing with a, a shitty boss, and you probably got shitty customers, but don't be shitty towards me. He was like, you know, beyond all that, we're here to give a service. You know what I'm saying? Like, At the end of the day. Right. He was like, your music is giving a service of people. It's, it's helping people emotionally. You know what I'm saying? They're feeling something from this. You know what I'm saying? And 
I was like, it was this one girl. I think her name was Jay. I think her name was it was Jay. I'm gonna say I mean, we're gonna go with Jay. It started with a J though. And she and, and I wanted to get another. I was thinking about getting a second job. I'm, I'm never gonna do that. But for some reason, I just needed a lot of more money in my pocket. Thinking about getting a second job, and it was across the street. She said, "You're not gonna get that job." I said, "Why? Why not? They're not hiring no more." She was like, "No, they just not gonna. You just you're just not gonna get it because they didn't hire me." And some and that was just one example of how she used to always be hating on me. And and then she was then like she came at the fact that I made music outside of this job. And I'm like, and I told and I said it in front of everybody and I was respectful. I said, you know what your problem is? You don't have you don't you don't you don't have no type of passion towards anything, which means you have no purpose. Which means that you're just working in this job with these cool people, including myself just to pay a bill. You have no purpose, you have no reason of being here. You're, you're, you're purposely choosing to try to shit on me to make yourself feel good because you don't know what your purpose is yet. You don't know what your passion is. Once you find your passion, you know, doing what, you, what makes you happy, you find your passion, then you'll find your purpose. But you don't have a passion towards nothing. You have no passion towards anything else. But Working here and making everyone else happy. Now, if working here is your if working here is your passion, what you're passionate about. All right, cool. Learn how to how to give back, how to really give a service back rather than making food. This is just a cover up service. What's your real? What is your real service? What is your real purpose? You know what I'm saying? Once you figure that out, you'll be great. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be rich or famous, but you'll figure it out and then you'll be happy. I thought the end goal was to be happy. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Some people, some people don't know. Some people have a try to go for what made them happy, and they don't know their passion. And by them not going for what makes them happy, not discovering their passion, they don't know their purpose. That's how they go down the wrong path. That's how they go down the wrong path all the time. Lost in the sauce. For real. My boy, shout out Day Day. That's Famous Dex's brother. He was talking about how like he lived with Famous Dex and everything. Mm. We had him on like three episodes ago, but like that's what it was. It's like you know, you get it sucked into the lifestyle. You know, and, and if you're young and you haven't really found your purpose, like you said, until you find your purpose, you think your purpose in life is to be happy. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Until you find your purpose, obviously when you find your purpose, happiness is good, but like your purpose is like, mm-hmm. that's really what anchors you, mm-hmm. you know? But he was saying how it's like happiness. You think it's like, it's like that, oh, this, chasing that, this makes me feel good. You know, oh, doing this gives me this feeling. So I must be on my purpose because I feel good, you know. But actually, it's like a lot of people pursue happiness, pursue pleasure, you know, as their purpose. Yeah, they get that mixed up all the time. They get that mixed up. And then and it's like they think that that is their purpose. And it's like you can't tell them that whether that's their purpose or not. They almost have to hit a point where that thing that they thought brought them happiness is suddenly taken away from them. Right. And they have to get to that point in order for them to find their purpose. So it's like, sometimes people think finding their purpose is like, oh, I gotta read a thousand books, or I gotta like go to India and like become a guru, you know? Mm-hmm. Or I gotta like join the United Nations and like help refugees in Pakistan, right. you know? And it's like, if that's, some people do find their purpose that way just by doing random shit until it sticks, you yeah. know, the wall, which is great. But I feel a lot of times finding your purpose is really just, taking a step back mm. and eliminating things from your life and then 
what happens then? When you have no stimulation, when you have not all these outside, sometimes you gotta go that little hermit mode, you know, and really like recluse and see what really matters. He said hermit, the probably. <laughs> He was like, wait, I said Kermit, my fault. Oh, you think about Kermit? I'm my fault. I, 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 I was thinking Kermit. I said Kermit? No, he's like, Hermit, I'm my bad. But yeah, like sometimes you have to step back from all of that. Step back from what you like. Step back, even sometimes step back from like friends. You know, yeah. sometimes step back from family. And yeah. just see, go through that phase of withdrawal. Go through that phase of, I really want to do it. But don't do it. And then after that, you have so much noise in our heads. Mm -hmm. You don't. You don't know where to go. You don't. How can you find your calling if you can't hear it? Right. So you have to silence all the other noise in the background, mm -hmm. and then come back to me and say you still haven't found your purpose. After spending time away from all that, you still haven't found your purpose or something you want to try. Then, then we'll talk about something else. But first, the first step is just elimination, getting rid of the extra shit. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. I, I feel that. What has been? Um, so like. Your story is really interesting because you were telling me about shy arts. Yeah. You know, and I love that story of the lunchroom with the freshmen and oh uh, yeah, how, like, typical lunch you got the typical, cipher. you know, cipher, but then it was a the next level there. <laughs> it's like people trying to prove themselves. Yeah. Um, but my thing is, you know, you did you said you did acting and theater and stuff like that. Yeah, I got right? it for theater. I got it for both theater and visual arts for drawing, but I got mm -hmm. it but I attended for theater. Okay. So like I guess it's a double two ended question. My first question is you said you've been rapping for for set, going on seven years. Yeah. At the time, did you were you still kind of finding out what your passion was with between theater and acting, or were you like the childish Gambino type, where it's like I could do all of that, or was there like a bigger picture, like I just want to give value? I I used to say I want to be an entertainer mm. because I know I could draw. But I'm like if I draw, I'm like drawing at the time. My mom was like. There's no entertainer that draws and be wowed by. So I was like, okay, well, I can act and I can dance. Now, rapping, it was just, I was like, I like poetry. But you don't know no famous, like, famous, famous poets. You feel me? So I was like, okay, cool, scratch that. Scratch the drawing. I'm either be the dancer, be an actor. I'm like, well, I like movies, so I'll be an actor. That's right. That's how that went. I was like, "Yep, I'm just gonna be an actor, or whatever." And I just, I just went in for that. Um, I mean, I don't know if you edit it or not. But what was that question? No, the question was, when did you figure out that like you really wanted to pursue rap? Because we talk about purpose, but it's like, yeah, it was, it was. Um, I was 17. I think I was 16 or 17. It was like my second summer in high school. It was the second summer. I, during the summers, I would go and do like after school matter programs that that put me in different things that my school was doing. So at the time when I first got in, you could either do theater, dance, music, or musical theater. Now they, they recently added creative writing. You know what I'm saying? But that, that didn't exist until my junior year. So I was like lunchroom cipher. My friend, my homie Noah, my homie Danny, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was just rapping and stuff like that. My boy Travis, you know what I'm saying, was like one of the percussionists at the school. And um, basically, like, I thought it was pretty cool, pretty dope freestyling and stuff. I was like, yo, Avenger freestyler. Like, if somebody was coming for you, don't worry about it. I got you because I didn't want to rap to defend me. I'm like, I'm good, but I'm going to defend you, though, because I got you. And, and that's what I was doing. I was like, you know what? 
my, my homie Javar Sounds, he was like, yo, um, I got this program I do every summer. It's called Music Lab, ran by, by my first music mentor, Justin Butler. And who recently just dropped a project too called My Truth, Living mm -hmm. Living My Truth. Shout out. Shout out to Justin Butler, man. And um, he was like, yeah, you get paid to make music, bro. I said, really? And I just got into like really wanting to write a whole song and stuff like that, but never really knew how to. So I went through the program, I did it. I, I went to the studio for the first time at LPZ Studio. Fell in love with it. We was working with uh, this guy named um, Luke, but I got a chance to meet Poppy Beats. Poppy Beats was one of Vic Mensa's up and coming producers that he worked close with. So it was just like, yo, I'm really meeting these people that are behind the scenes and I'm seeing what it's like in the studio and he teaching us about creating a vibe and really listening to your, vo your voice. You know, he'll just mute the beat. He's like, listen to how you sound. That's how you sound. That's a good, clean, strong thing or whatever. And and from that, that was just the summer. And I was like, yo, I want this shit to last forever. You know what I'm saying? And I just kept on going after that. You know what I'm saying? I, I recorded my first single by myself called Rolling, and which was the lead, which was the uh, lead first intro song on my first project I ever did was uh, for the good guys. Played it for my brother, he liked it. Played it for my father, he liked it. And my uh, my pops was like, "Yo, we gon' we gonna go crazy. We gonna flood the internet. We gonna do all that." And I just, you know, it just it just kept adding on, making me want to go and go further and further. And uh, I went to school with Raven Lene, and she was in my graduating class. So uh, I don't know if you ever heard of her, but but um, she was like, "Yo, I heard your song. Like it was really good. Like you know, ooh, ooh, I can't wait to hear more from you. You know." And to me. She was the one that got signed at Shard. She got signed. So like whenever, you know, we didn't, we, so we really didn't see her as much. You know, she was touring and stuff. And I was just like, man, like, what's validation? It was like, what I'm doing, I must be doing something right. That's all I kept saying, I, I must be doing something right. And then you want to keep learning and getting better and better. That makes, that, that makes you want to, that made me want to continue on getting better and learn more and see how I could hold my spot as long as I can like at least in high school at the time you know what i'm saying so yeah that's kind of what drew me into it was it was a cipher and being in the studio and actually having that experience mm. so thanks for sharing that oh, and i love that i love that you actually Sorry. broke it down i love how you started with like oh like acting you know and it's like I love the fact that, you know, entertain, I want I want entertainment, you know, I want the, it's, it's outward, you know, mm. and then, but then that wasn't really the passion, the passion was inward, so it's like, all that other stuff was like, you were looking outward, like, I want to entertain others, and that, that is like, giving value is outward to an extent, but you have to give value to yourself before you can show up in a position mm -hmm. to give value to others. Because you have to work on yourself and make yourself something valuable first for Facts. people to value you. Facts. And I'm going to go off on a tangent because Kanye West, and I rarely quote him because he said a lot of things. <laughs> Sometimes he do say things and it'd be like, mm. true. Mm. He said, and I might get a lot of flack to this, but people be like, I don't want to be used. Oh, everybody gets used. If you can't be used, we're using each other. If you can't be used, he was like, "You useless." And I hate to say it, 
I hate to say it, but I, it's true. I used to always preach that. Half the stuff that is allowed to be saying, I'll be preaching it already. And it's facts. We're using each other right now. It's like, yo, it's bringing more awareness to this, to this podcast, to the Treehouse podcast. And it's, yo, I want to bring more awareness to this artist. That's how you use each other. Exactly. It's called and support. If you do it the right way, support. If you're using somebody, they're not getting nothing back in return. Exactly. It's a it's a ebb and flow, you know. And and going back to, I love how, in in in, in long story form, but essentially in short form, what you were saying is, to find your purpose, you have to start inward. Yeah. You have to see what makes you feel fulfilled inward. Yeah. If you search on how to make others feeling fulfilled as your purpose, it's okay to make others feel fulfilled as a job. It's okay to make others feel fulfilled as a hobby. It's okay to, you know, but if you're looking for your purpose, that thing that keeps you up late at night, that thing that wakes you up early in the morning, that thing when you dead broke, but you find a way to make ends meet to do that thing, Mm -hmm. you know, that thing when you have nobody in your circle, you know, rooting for you, but you rooting for yourself and you still come out, you know, with a sense of Mm self-worth, you know? Yeah. That's your purpose. And I love how you said it took being exposed. So a, a, degree of oppor- a degree of opportunity does play into it. But you knew it was your purpose because you had, you didn't even think about how other people felt. You said, oh, I want this to last forever. That's yeah. what you said. You said, yeah. you know, you listen to your voice. like that's I, I, I was like, I want this to last like forever. Now. And that was on you. That had nothing to do with making other, that's, that's an internal. It was all, it was all me. It was and all then me. It's, a, it's always a bonus when other people validate you. That's fine. Yeah. So that's how that that's what's added the glue to it. Yeah. You know? So right. oh so I fuck with this no matter what, but in addition to that, people fuck with it? Oh yeah, that's my purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people miss both sides of that. People try to get their purpose from the outward, but it comes from the inward. So I love how you I love how you um you know kind of explain that. I do want to talk about like your music though. Like the the process, I love how I see the evolution and your sound has really grown. <laughs> it's still growing, bro. It's, it's still growing. It's, I was about to play you some shit. I was like, it, it's, it's still growing, bro. It's still growing. It's it's some it's some, some new shit. <laughs> that it's constantly as an artist, you know, constantly evolving. Um, and I, I I really love though going back to you mentioned you know how you did digital arts, right? No, my homie. Yeah. Did. Oh, your homie did digital. Arts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But these different elements of kind of like trying different things, experimenting, yeah. right? It, it built me to the artist that I am today. Absolutely, because I was watching your music videos and like they really stand out. Mm-hmm. Especially, I love your music video. I think it's Better Days. Yeah, yeah, a better, I, a better, a better place. A better place. Yeah, I love like the. It's almost like a video game. Mm, like the yeah, first person, pers- the yeah. first person, first person point shooting of, of it. Yeah, and, and like you told me, you you direct. Mm-hmm. Like, did you direct that? Yeah, I co-directed that. One. You co-directed that. I love the involvement in that creative vision. Mm-hmm. And like in that scenario, and like other scenarios, how how often do you see like the other hobbies you have, like the other skills you have, like acting? How often do you see like you know some of the other stuff you learned to shy arts that had nothing to do with music? All how time. often do you see them kind of piggyback and tie into it and augment all the time? I see. I see it very, 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 very often. Like, theater taught me stage presence. Shout out to uh, Miss Chapman. Shout out to Sydney Chapman. She was the first theater coach I ever had. Um, it taught me stage presence. It taught me how to 
overdo this the character the image you know what i'm saying it taught me how a story how like a beginning middle of the end of a story is something that's that, that that can really draw in your your audience and it also taught me about it when i got out of high school it taught me that teamwork is very important everybody wants to be denzel but someone had to write the script from denzel someone had to direct denzel someone had to um do the makeup for Denzel. Like it, it just taught me that everybody plays a role. So it taught me that, you know, stop trying to be the superstar. Shahars teach you that kind of first day. Stop trying to be the star. Learn how to be a whole company, a whole business, a whole firm, whatever it is. There's something bigger. Everybody's a lawyer, but each and every lawyer is all underneath a firm. Everybody's a rapper is a singer, but everybody is underneath the a label. Label. Like, right? So you gotta learn how to be bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? It's just the name carries on with it. But you're not, fuck the name. It's about being bigger, being, you know. Allow yourself to be, allow yourself to be addicted to bigger than yourself. Be addicted to something that's bigger than yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I see it, I see it just like every time I create a video. Like I, I, I love doing performances, but telling the stories because like, Jordan Lucas says sometimes he, he'll write the story before he writes the he'll he'll create the video before he writes the music. You know what I'm saying? And and that everyone's calling me today. I call I got, I got some team, good good people around me. But um but yeah, so like I see it every time, bro. Every time I the new song I got going on, I saw an image, created the song, and I already got the video in mind, and it's just like it all correlates. It all correlates with each other. You know what I'm saying? How to, they, one of my theater classes, uh, Mr. Sperling, my improv coach, my first theater my first theater teacher in high school, they was like, on your way home or on your way to school, look at a person and create a story background based off that person's appearance, walk, really breaking down the person or that thing in creating a story to how it got there, how it got there. Like comedians do it all the time. Like comedians will create a whole scenario based off of one particular thing. Meek Mill and Kevin Hart was backstage treating each other. And Kevin Hart was treating one of his homies that had a big gap in his tooth. And he said, yeah, you probably you probably be chewing gum and you just hold the gum right there, don't you? Like, you know, based off of that one particular thing that he noticed. And he can go, he can create a whole story off of that and, and it just unfolds. He's improv but he's improv the story. And he makes... He's a great director because of it. Right, he, he became a great director because of it. Probably a good improv, improv, improvisational actor, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And, and just doing that, I see it all the time. You know, I'm like, damn, like, I always know who actors I need to hire, what person I know that's gonna portray this particular character that I want and when I, as the story's being narrated or whatever. So it's like, it always comes out, but you know, Theater's that thing I'm never gonna like lose, lose touch of, you know what I'm saying? Cause I've been doing it for so long and I love it. You know what I'm saying? But music reach people quicker. Mm. It reach, it, it, it's like, it's like theater is like edible, but music is like the actual flower. Like it hits quicker. You know, you can always go to it. You know, with movies, you gotta get comfortable. You gotta watch the movie. You gotta see it from beginning to end. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I like to look at it on the, on the, on the, drug aspect. I don't do weed. I don't smoke weed. But, you know, on the drug aspect, that's like my analogy for it. No, I feel that. It's interesting you mentioned you don't do weed, you don't smoke weed. And it's like, me neither. I'm taking a break. 
and we see and just going back to you know as an artist it's hard to find that happy medium of I'm feeling good because as an artist it we feel the best kind of just making art right you know we feel good making music we feel good you know writing we feel good freestyling, coming up with the melodies. We feel good in the studio, on the booth, you know? You know what I'm saying? Producer yelling at you like, get it again. One more take, one more take. Perfecting the craft. That feels good, you know? You almost get like a runner's high. Yeah. You know, after it, right? I love the runner's high. So that part feels good, but like, the part that doesn't feel good, you know what I'm saying, is like the marketing. The part that doesn't feel good is the reaching out to people. Especially yeah. if like, you're kind of introverted. The part that doesn't feel good is like, networking going to all these events sometimes you don't want to and it's like all of these i love it. i'm a people's person i, I, I like networking with people because because you get you get to meet different artists i'm like oh man i i, I if it's like one of those, i can make a song like that oh, man like who you wish you make, make a song like like that one that one was fucking bop but i can't i didn't do it and i probably can't do it but and that's good. We'll come back to that. How like how you net like ways to help people network because oh, I, feel I got like, you. I got you. But for the listeners, mm -hmm. the point I'm trying to make is we only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. You know, and obviously, you know, a lot of us, you know, what I'm saying we ain't come from like spoon fed. We have all this inheritance. You feel me? No. We know we had to get it out the mud. Mm -hmm. You know, so you got to work. You know, what I'm saying all this stuff takes money and take. And working takes time. Yeah. So in addition to having to work, in addition to having to do all these other things, mm -hmm. sometimes as an artist, right, mm -hmm. you get to a point where it's like you either have to stop doing certain things or it's like something has to take a back seat. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we all have this thing. It's like, OK, celebrate or like enjoy or like don't overwork yourself. Right. But. I'm interested to see your perspective of like, how do you ha how do you handle like distractions? How do you, cause like, there comes to a point where it's like, you have to be super efficient. Like you said, someone's always outworking you, you know? So it's yeah. like, I don't know if you've encountered a situation where it's like, you had to kind of go into a beast mode or you kind of had to go into like, a lockdown mode yeah and like what did that entail if you did have to because like you've, you've created i'm feeling a lot it of, now i'm thinking about it like man i remember that shit I'm, yeah you create a lot of great music you know what yeah. i'm saying like i wrote them down it's just hopefully we get time to get to it but i feel like your perspective on how you kind of lock down okay yeah you, you straight yeah how you kind of lock down you know tunnel vision and okay. we went through those phases of like intense focus yeah I, okay so i'm a i'm a kind of i've been talking to a lot but how did i lock down or what what, what was that moment when i had yeah so I I think I wanna say okay, so it was two different moments. That was my breakthrough. My lockdown moment was recent, was COVID for everybody else. Because I had no choice to but to record myself. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not mix it, but at least record myself, get my equipment up, you know what I'm saying? Getting money from the government, it's free money, it's a lot of money not doing much with it the least you can fucking do is invest into getting you a better studio so after i did that i was like if i don't do anything else i'm going to record a lot of music to the point where i don't have to go back to work that was the goal you feel me and on top of that another thing i was telling myself was you know right along with probably being discouraged i told my homie this and i and i told myself this before i told him this I'm like, nigga, if you are so worried about not making it, if you're so worried about this and anxious about that, stop wasting my damn time and stop making music. Just stop. How do you feel? You feel offended? You feel hurt? You feel like you feel like you 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 deserve to be here? 
then keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Keep going. Don't don't constantly don't constantly complain about where you're where you're not because when you're complaining, you're not eating. You can't you you really you barely can eat and talk at the same time. But if you're eating, your head is down and you're eating. You you're not even looking at nobody else's plate. You're focused on your plate. You trying to get all the mashed potatoes. You trying to get all the meat. You trying to get <laughs> you trying to get trying to get the vegan household. Oh, okay. You trying to get all the vegetables. You know what I'm saying all the hummus, all the uh, you know what I'm saying Kombucha. cauliflower. You know what I'm saying all the quinoa. You feel me? You know I told hey, you know like I told you, I, so I know my stuff. You know what I'm saying you trying to get all of that. You trying to consume all of that, and you're not looking up one minute. You're not looking up one moment at someone else's plate. That's beast mode. You're really focused on your shit, and you know that if you if 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 this is something you don't want to do no more, then stop doing it. I hate doing this stuff, but I'm a rap anyway. Why is he getting further than me? It's like, bro, fuck that, fuck it, fuck it, just do it, just do it. If you just do it, you're gonna do less talking. You know what I'm saying? You don't have time to talk. You don't have time to criticize. You don't have time to judge because you're too busy working. Criticizing and judging your shit, your shit, not their shit. That's why people like, have you heard that song? No, I haven't, because I've been too busy into my stuff. You're not arrogant, unconceited. You're supposed to be into your shit that deep. You're supposed to be into your own shit that deep, that deep. You're not even noticing no one else. It's not arrogance. It's not conceitedness. It's not. I don't give a fuck about you. Respectfully, I don't care. And I know there's a lot of work I need to do. There's a lot of ideas I want to get off my mind and a lot of things I want to get off my chest. You feel me? You can't you you, you can't focus on anything outward like you said. You can't do anything outward till you start inward first. You know what I'm saying? And that's just that's just how that's just how the cookie crumble, you know, for me. So that's when it be small. COVID. After COVID it was just out of there for me. Oh, thanks for sharing that. That was some really Im- impactful words. You I love the analogy you mentioned with like when you're eating all that quinoa, all that broccoli, you know, your head's down. You chewing your food. All right. You know what your parents say? Chew your food with your mouth closed. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You're not talking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you look up, you're not eating. You know, you're focusing on other people. I love how you how you did that analogy. And that's a great, I love that analogy. So to kind of add on that though. I actually had shout out to Rebecca. I had um, a friend come on last week, and she was talking about, you know, she does she does stripping and exotic dancing. She was saying how like she did it because she loved to dance, right? You know, but we t- we we talked talked about how we both knew people who stripped, but they were literally draining themselves to do it. Mm-hmm. Like that was like they had to be fucked up to do it. They were doing it for the wrong reasons. You know, it, it it didn't come naturally. They had to be drunk. They had to be off drugs to do it. It's just like it was their 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 whole body mechanism was telling them not to do it, but they were just doing it because like the money was good or they had the body, but they weren't built for it. You yeah. know. So going back to kind of what you're saying, it's like like you said that that the, those um situations of like lockdown mode of like complaining. You know, those are tests to kind of see to kind of test your character. Yeah. See what you're made of, right? Yeah. You know, and it's like anything you don't ever the shit that you never want in life is always gonna come to you easily because we know you don't want it, but your situation may say otherwise. You know what I'm saying? The shit you do want is never gonna be easy. It's never gonna be handed to you. It's never gonna be handed to you. It's always gonna be far out of reach. You feel me? But yeah. 
No, but I love that you that you add that. It is it is far out of reach, and it's sometimes you don't attain it, but through the process of seeking it, you develop skills that you wouldn't have attained otherwise. Right. You know, right. and people sleep on that. Right. Sometimes the journey is the destination. Yeah, it is. Sometimes the journey is the destination. But I want to touch on the on the fact that if we're being real, those periods of like you know intense whatever focus focus tunnel vision, you get drained. You do. It does drain you. What have been times? How do you? You know, you say you don't smoke, and I don't, I don't smoke either. But how do you deal with like that drain period? Because a lot of people, it's like okay, I worked. Let me celebrate. Let me turn up and fuck up, and then they everything they build, they just go back and say, you know what I'm saying? Because they think that I deserve to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? How do you deal with like that period of like, okay, I'm drained, I did all this work, I kind of achieved what I wanted, but I kind of relaxed. But how did you kind of deal with kind of just that excess stress of like, I guess, going ham? So excess stress, like, like yeah, if you ever been drained from like, you know, overworking or anything? Oh yeah, oh that's why everybody calling me. I, I, Talk to my friends, you know what I'm saying? Check in on them, you feel me? Like, my things are together. I said on my TikTok once I say, take care of yourself. You can't take care of yourself. Take care of you. If you can't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of your loved ones, and you can't take care of your business. So you're cool physically, mentally, spiritually. Cool. Yo, what's up with you? How you been? You know what I'm saying? I check in with friends and family. Um, Go for a walk. Uh, I usually walk to work, so, you know, that's actually, it's just really good to just walk. Um. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Quality time with friends and family. Go for a walk. Watch a comfort movie. You know what I'm saying? My go-to movie is either The Mummy or Ice Age. Yeah. Yeah, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Because Buck is hilarious. But that's about it. Yeah, those, those few things, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. That's good. Because like, I was actually watching your your, your YouTube. I was talking your YouTube. Oh, right. Be- beautiful you. page, by the way. You know, Thank it's very. I like the short. Subscribe, goddamn it! Subscribe, casual only. Casual. Spell, spell it out for him. Casual with a K. Only spell O W N L Y because you just gotta. <laughs> See, that's that's the ad-libs I gotta get better at. <laughs> but I was watching your your GQ. Like oh the, yeah, like my things I can't live it out. Yeah, yeah. And then I like how you mentioned the PSP. First of all, man, all respect to the PSP. So sl- I, I think in my mind, this is probably the old nigga in me coming out now. I'm like, this was the shit when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm surprised it still worked, bro. But shit been broken, bro. Oh man, I, I, my brother got it for me for my for my 23rd birthday. For my 23rd birthday, oh, got it. You got it late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, I got it real late. I think he had it when we were kids, and I was like. And he found his. Somebody like lost it. He just got lucky, and he found it. And like I was a, uh, I was like, man, I used to always had to be the opposite. I was like, man, forget a PSP. I ain't team Nintendo DS. And I was, and it was cool because I had like Assassin's Creed. So I was like, all right, cool. I got like, I got, like cool games on here. And then I, but I was looking. I'm like, but he got Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> he got like all the like the good games I want to play. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, man, you know, I was just like, man, I want a PSP. I don't have a, a whole console at my house, and and I don't even play my. I barely play games, but I know that whenever I'm in the mood to play a game, I'm gonna run to my PSP. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, so yeah. Shout out to the PSP, man. You know Shout out to the PSP. Yeah, I, I was a PSP gang. Um, it met its untimely demise when it got ran over by a car, <sighs> but I fixed it. But oh. it was never quite the same. Mm. But um, no, but I, I bring that up to say like. You know, sometimes we do need our things that kind of bring us back to like our childhood or kind of bring us back to reality. 
to reality or like a, a state of tranquility or like our happy spot. Yeah. You know? And and you can't get to a point where your passion is your happy spot. I know people like literally like they don't even need that. It's like they get a hundred percent of that from their passion. Yeah. And I feel like it's a journey. And it's like you just have to continue to navigate life. Right. You know, and continue to, you know, just make sure that you don't have a guilty conscience. Yeah. You know, make sure you have no regrets that like, oh, I should have did that and I should have did this. Yeah. And if you do, just course correct to the best of your ability, you know, to like reduce those, you know, and I feel like as long as you're heading in that direction, you'll get to the point where it's like your passion, you, you'll get everything you need from your passion. Right. And I feel like that's what makes you get to the next level. But I do, going back to that video though, I love how you mentioned the last one. You said um, your grandfather's like last words. Yeah. Yeah, and that really like, that was like, cause I lost my grandfather too. Um, 20, I wanna say 2018, mm -hmm. like about three, four years ago, but yeah, unfortunately, thank you, man. Yeah, my, um, you know, he lived a long life. He was 96, you know, mm -hmm. but just, yeah, such a, such a, such a, what's the word? Just, I wanna say somebody who really, understood the importance of humility, really understood the importance of patience and the value in leading by example. You know, everything, he didn't talk much, but what he did, he said what he did, he did what he said, you know, and and, and just and just like, he meant a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. And I didn't spend that much time with him, but I didn't get, I didn't get his last words. But just, I'm curious to know, like, when you're like in these low points, you know, even like, so you have stress, but then you have points where it's like, you kind of want to give up. It's yeah. like even lower than that. It's like, why am I even doing this? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you invest like 24 songs in an album, you know? Mm -hmm. And then like, you literally get like one, one view or like one listen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what the fuck? And it's just like that moment where it's like, here we go. Here's a test, right? Yeah. You know, what are the things, right? That kind of, because that would be something for me, like, if I had my grandfather's last word, that would 100% keep me motivated. But what are the things that kind of bring things back to center, keep you grounded, like, okay, because I see you're so foresighted, you're so thinking into the future, and we talked about this, yeah, right? And that might be one of them, but what are the things that kind of brings you back to, like, why am I doing this? You know, no matter this happened, this happened, this happened, she broke up with me, I'm dead broke, you know what I'm saying? I lost this, I lost that. Yeah whatever, what kind of brings you center to like, I know I'm doing this and I'm gonna persevere. Mm -hmm. I'm doing like I'm doing the right thing right Yeah, now. what are the things that bring you out of that? You know, if you haven't been to a place like that, that's fine too, but. Yeah, it, I, I wanna say that, like I said, friends and family, um, but like the deeper, like my, like my deeper reason is like, my deeper, like the deeper thing that really brings you back to my center is, I mean like, I just overall I've always thought I, I it's some bigger purpose certain people get that message to them when they're born I've always felt like it was something bigger that was in me that I had to do like I had to do this you know what I'm saying for whatever reason and me doing music by music being like my best friend my entire life whether I didn't want it to be or not I, I got to I got to know myself more know what I was capable of and know like what I was able to overcome the center part of it was the center part was 
I look at my surroundings. Like, I really just look at everyone that I care about and the people that care about me and my, my, my exact circumstances. And I'm like, yo, am I happy right now? It always go back to my happiness. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it trickles back down to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I happy like at this moment right now? Not necessarily, but I'm okay. You feel me? Like, and and um, with with happiness being like my center, just going back to what actually makes me happy. The number one thing that goes back to it is music. Not because music makes me happy. Music makes me happy because it made someone else happy it got through it got them through something you feel me like i had this one kid my mother pointed out she said yo this little asian kid or whatever like like posted your music while his parents was arguing in another room he was like it said caption never my parents are arguing i just play that broke as fuck you know what i'm saying like like in in and i've had other people that have contacted me on instagram saying like yo man the way you the way the fact that you keep going and you keep on, you know what I'm saying, persevering. You keep on fighting through it, bro. Like, like you've made me want to write again. Like, some dude recently said, yo, my girlfriend uh, directed me towards your page. And I love the stuff that you be talking about and stuff like that, bro. And, like, I can't wait to get back in the booth. You feel me? So, it's like, that's why, that's the reason why I did it. You know what I'm saying? Because there are people like me, people like you, people like us that are out there that need someone to represent them until they're able to speak and represent speak and represent themselves sorry so yeah so it's happiness you were talking of some very big, big points where it's just bring you know my center bring coming back to your center coming back to it's bigger than any of us yeah you know that theme of transcendence yeah that's heavy on that I love that word transcendence you know first is self-actualization Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And then you get to transcendence. Yeah. And I feel like people wait. People wait until, like, they self-transcend. Or they, people wait till they self-actualize before they transcend. Mm -hmm. Where self-actualize is more like, okay, how how are things I'm doing bringing value to others? And then transcend is like, okay, it's bigger than me. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you can do both at the same time. And I love that how we're still in our journeys. But you're still doing both. And me, me seeing that, I love your song... For my people. Yeah. I absolutely love <laughs> That was a poem I turned into a song. Oh, that was a poem? Yeah. It was beautiful, though. Thank you. It was beautiful. I love the video as well. Like, I love how you shot it, you know. Just, it was such a good vibe, and it was such a good message. Mm -hmm. Because J Major Production. You know, they doing their thing. He doing his thing. They doing their thing. And that's another video. Uh, I don't know if it's, it, it might be Better Days. Yeah. He shot, he, uh, he shot These Days, A Better Place. He shot For My These people. Days, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll comment on that But finishing up on um, For my people mm -hmm. I love how like Even even then I feel like that was An older video Yeah Yeah from like Four years ago I saw it on YouTube But I love how you were Drawing it into like We're all one You know We're all On this path of like You know Everything we do Is like We're, we're people And we, we come in Different shapes and forms Yeah And you know, and and I, that's the concept I got. That's the energy I got from it. That's, and fr and yeah. from that, that told me so much about you. Yeah. You know, it told me how like, and 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 it goes back to like, kind of what keeps you grounded. You have a strong sense of, you know, who you are, because of your why, is bigger than your how. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then me seeing your how, me seeing your why, just just kind of bringing value, as you said, like that the Asian kid broke the broke days. 
you know, whatever that song. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you know, seeing the other people, you know, get value in the things that you already love do. That's like a confirmation from the universe that like you're on the right path. Yeah. You know, and I and I love that. I do want to wrap this up though on the note though. What are what are what are some of the things and before before I actually get to that, I do want to mention mm-hmm. this other aspect is a lot of times people look at artists a certain way. You know, like people say, what what are, what is what is what are certain things? Like being a rapper, what are certain things you've had to debunk or like things that like you've had kind of had to show people like, no, like we're more than that. Or, you know, what I'm saying like, have you ever been in situations where you had to kind of prove people wrong or like, yeah, like what what are the things that you think people have, the image people have about rappers and what what are ways that you've kind of ascended, risen above that? Um, Some people think. One of the things that I had to rise above or like the little like freaking dumb ideas they have about rappers is that we're just rapping. Like it's it's just rap and once we rap, we put music out and that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like not really understanding the business aspect of it and the the time invested into it, you know? Like... <clears throat> Some rappers they can write their song instantly, you know what I'm saying? Like if you if you are a true independent artist, team no team, it's a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? And um, also like if you ain't got a large following, he can't be that good. Like that's like the most at this moment. The, I have like two thousand because I want to look back at this. I have like two two thousand three hundred and forty forty one goes back and forth. So so it's like. They think because he doesn't have a large following, because he don't have a lot of subscribers or whatever, he's not dope. He's whack. That nigga ain't got no bars. He's trash. All that. Performing has proven that it was, you know, listen to music. That when people go listen to my music, that has shown them otherwise. When people see me perform, that has shown them otherwise. And just me, my personality, you know, my personality actually sells. You feel me? And, and that actually proves you know that proves my point proves them otherwise that it doesn't matter your status for the most part for me particularly as a rapper it's like yeah you ain't you ain't doing songs or who uh what's the name you ain't doing them type of numbers i'm like okay well i have a decent like 20 people that fuck with me heavy you know what i'm saying and those 20 people are going to continue on talking about the music that i make and those and they're gonna eventually gather more fans like word of mouth networking you feel me oh and with just a real mm-hmm. back right here with the networking thing best networking tip i always give people is to give people compliments that's a good way to start a conversation and that leads into whatever it is you want to get to you know what i'm saying so yeah compliment hair clothes space what they do you know all Compliment them and bring up one of one or two of contents that they've created. That lets them know that they're, that you're paying attention, even if you ain't watched their whole catalog. One or two, that's cool. Mm. No, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, because um, you know it's it's easy to kind of let it get to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to like get bitter. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it used to. I feel like every time there's always something new. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like. Y'all really think that? And they'd be like, but right now it's really just status. Like, you ain't doing this. You ain't doing them numbers. You're not important. And it's still like a numbers game. 
with with most people and that's what fucks them up too. You know what I'm saying? Stop focusing like you say, stop focusing on like, oh, that's where I wanna be, but you're in the process. Russ said stop focusing on the scoreboard. Just play the game. Just play the fucking game. Cause when you look back, you may not have won, but you didn't put down fifty points. Doesn't that matter to you? You didn't put out thirty projects. Don't that matter to you? You're not rich and famous and all of this, but you done made a a, a, a a large amount of music in the amount of time that you've been living. You're not even 30 yet. Don't you find that amazing, you know, that you've created that in that amount of time? It's pretty, it's pretty fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. Just having that outlook. Yeah, it's, pers it's all perspective. It's all, for your perspective, on how you take things based off the four agreements don't take nothing personal it's everyone's projecting their own like thoughts and fears and 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 good feelings or whatever onto the world you feel me so if i'm mad about something and hold on <laughs> siren i hope whoever they're saving is okay yeah. or if that's police yeah i hope they're doing what they need their to job do. yeah right in a good way in a good way but yeah, but it's all about perspective. My homie J. Will says it's all about perspective. If your perspective on what's going on is good, yo, you're going to always reflect good energy off of you. You know, you can be going through the most tragic things and you'd be like, you know what? Look for that. W. He said, look for the W. You took a win somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You got up today. That's a win. You eating vegetables. You have never ate raw vegetables before, casual. That's a fucking win. You know what I'm saying? I done met... Another cool person, potential friend, I don't know. That's that's a win, you know what I'm saying? The L is, the camera fell. I'm not comfortable. People keep calling me. You know what I'm saying? They say I'm not a good rapper. They say my numbers are up. Bro, you, you're focusing on that negative thing instead of focusing on the positive thing. You know what I'm saying? That's just human in us that we, we always got to fix things. We always got to correct things. It's like, no. Compliment the good shit. Because that's going to make whoever did it or invented, created it, feels good. You know what I mean? It's gonna make them feel good. You know what I'm saying? No, 100%. No, it's just like, yeah, even even today, like, you know, I, I could get like 100, oh, nice job, dope, I like what you're doing. And then one comment will be like, and, and it won't even be that negative. It'll just be like, in, either indifferent, commenting on something else that has nothing to do with that. Or it could actually just be some like, you're wrong or like that. And then I'll focus on that. That's what I'm gonna focus on. Where it was like eight comments praising you. Yeah. But I'll focus on that one. You know, so it's like I think it's I think that's needed though. You know what I'm saying? You know, like in dirt, you know what like everything that's in soil or whatever, I forgot what it's called. Fertilizer. It's fertilizer. To make that thing grow, it's so much crap. It takes so much crap. Mm. And it grows. You know what I'm saying? That's why I love controversy. Not not uh 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 what's the word they be doing nowadays? What's it called? Not um uh trolling. Not trolling. That's like a fake version of further. I'm gonna fake it to no, no. When you really like starting a conversation, controversy starts a conversation. That's what I love the most about music, and I love the most about art. It makes you want to say something. It makes you want to question it, comment, even share it. You know what I'm saying? And and that's how every person that has viewed it, positive or negative, you get all the views and the likes and the shares because it's starting a conversation. You know, like the like. Most controversial thing I've seen on the internet that I can remember off the top of my dome. Black men, interracial couple, black man, white woman, they did a slavery married photo shoot. Like he was like a slave in change and she was like a you know, a white lady in a dress. Started so many conversations. 
lot of people had an issue with it. It has nothing to do with them. But the fact that that controversy started a conversation, that could have even, that really, to be honest, business aspect, you can actually use that and capitalize off of that. I mean, look at Little Nas X. Hey, hey, you feel me? It's, it, 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 he used it, turned it into something. That's how you do it. You grow from that shit. Like, you grow from the shit. You grow from it. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Like, dirt's always, all that dirt, all that hay is always going to stay beneath you. But that tree, that rose, that plant is always going to continue to grow. You know what I'm saying? If you if you stay down there with the dirt, you wasn't strong enough. You know what I'm saying? You you if it doesn't go above the dirt, it becomes a fertilizer too. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. It, I love that. It doesn't. It doesn't go nowhere. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, literally, like that's beautiful. If it doesn't rise above the dirt, it becomes a fertilizer too. Yeah. That's beautiful because it's like even if you don't completely W. You still, you still like it's still a, a good side to it, right? For perspective, perspective. Even if you didn't make, it, even if you put six months into your music career, your um, whimsical music career, that you just I want to be a rapper, I'm going to be six nine one day. Mm-hmm. Even from that, you still fertilizer. <laughs> you know, you still learned a lesson from that. You know, mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful perspective to have. That even when I take the biggest L, I can take take it. I can turn it into. At least a lesson, mm-hmm. and so I don't repeat that. L. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna have somebody that's gonna play your music. You're gonna have somebody that watch your podcast. You're gonna have someone that says you're doing a great job, even when you probably did the worst one ever. It's gonna be somebody that's gonna appreciate it, shine that light. They're gonna shine light on it. Someone will. The first light is gonna be your own light. That's the first one. But the second one, bro, it's always gonna be somebody. It's gonna be that one person, whether that's your family. Whether that's your uh, best friend, your dog may love it. He may love seeing you on TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Or that old lady who always saying, I know you're going to be some someday, baby. You're doing a great job. You know what I'm saying? We need that. We need that light. That light helps us grow little by little. We may not see it right away. That's the thing with us humans. We Everything's so fast. You feel me? You ain't going to see it right away. It's going to slowly progress each and every day. You know what I'm saying? It's going to slowly progress each and every day. We have to remind ourselves that every day we're growing a little bit. Just taking it back to the basics. We're growing every day just a little bit. You may not see it, but someone else will. You know what I'm saying? For My People was for my was the first song I've ever recorded in my room. Not when I when I really think about it, I'm like that was the first song I've ever recorded in my room. I didn't mix it though. But I recorded it. I took that first step. People like it. You know what I mean? So it's like, but now it's like I'm doing it a lot more and I've grown, so I've came so far. And people are like, how'd you, how'd you come so far? Bro, I did three three phones in the room. You know what I'm saying? Now I've grown to an actual studio and an actual tree and I'm able to get whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it all, you're going to always grow. You got to rise, you got to rise above it. Niggas going to keep talking shit anyway. Anyway, you billionaire, people still talking shit about Kanye. Still talking shit about Kobe With the um, cemetery stumper shoes. Cemetery, man, bro, still. Out here with the Tonka truck. Still. I told my homie, I'm like, bro, people going to make fun of you to the day you die. Like, seriously, it's going to be times you didn't, it's stories that you got on your friend. You just saved three babies from a, fi- a burning building. They going to still talk. This is going to talk about, uh, like, she, she still burnt a little piece of her hair. Why didn't you say that? Why? <laughs> you forgot her shoe. You forgot her shoe. Where the shoe at? Where the baby bottle. Or, or you saved up on the fire. But he didn't get his GY, G, all GY Fazos dirty. Did he really say something? <laughs> he waited outside. He said, yo, yo, toss me the baby. 
We not finna fuck up these, these brand new G Faisal, so. We ain't gonna mess with these G Faisal. We so. not finna mess with these G Faisal. Shout out G Herbo. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. Father to father to year. Doing the same. We need more of that. We need fathers. We need brothers. We need uncles. We need cousins. Man, we we need we need we need love. Men men need we need black men to continue to show love to one another. Heavy on that. Yeah. You know we um mental health therapy vulnerability. We need to we need to really double down on that. Mm -hmm. You know we we achieve so much externally. We've accomplished much. But now it's the internal. Now it's the internal achievement, the mm -hmm. internal accomplishments, the personal victories. Yeah. You know? Appreciate yourself, man. Don't feel bad for doing what you have to do to get closer to your purpose. You know what I'm saying? Don't feel don't feel bad. Don't don't feel like, you know, you don't no one owes you anything. You don't owe anybody anything, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All that. All that. All that. All that. Is, that's beautiful, man. Before we wrap up, what are all the avenues that our listeners can reach out to my boy, oh, Casual Oh, man, only? boy. You could, you could find Casual Only in all caps, no capping, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, no Snapchat, because I, I be ghosting that shit. <laughs> Savage. No, everything. You can Google me. I'm Googleable. All my... All my uh, Googleable. I'm Googleable. <laughs> Hey man, Googleable man, Google me. I'm Googleable. Casual only with a K K S U A L only O W N L Y and all caps, no cap it. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful, man. You got anything to say before we head out? Anything on your on your heart, on your mind? Yeah. Um. I love myself like a motherfucker, and I love and care about each and every one of you guys who come and support the Treehouse, who come and support me. Who staying healthy and getting that help that they need, you know what I'm saying? Because in the long run, that's the that's the type of insurance that we need to have on ourselves, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Keep showing support, keep showing love, you know what I'm saying? Take your time. It's gonna happen. That's beautiful. Wise words to live by. Wise words to live by. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been a utmost pleasure. We'd like to do our um uh, I don't know if you've made it this far on our episodes, but I try to do like a semi-meditation. It's like a meditation teaser. Okay. It's um, stay hydrated, stay breathing in that good ass oxygen, and most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. Stay basic. <laughs> you are listening to First Kiss by Yours Truly. Puberty finally hit Freshman year made a promise to have my first kiss Stomach growling so I head out the door Bump directly to the chick right at the front door I shot my shot, said my name, I'm a dope Said, where you coming from? She said, straight from the store Said for sure, said slide to the skate And don't set her eyes lit up She probably an acrobat I play it cool and get six on the dash She said she'll move shit around and make time just for that 
We hit the ice and had a skate slay She put my hand around her waist We just couldn't keep space In a moment all else is erased Queen Elsa the way she let it go and let me chase Holding hands while we glide puppy love shit She said she feeling it but she really got a dip I'm the Tarzan to her Jane Katara to my avatar She used to call me Aang first Kids marriage I could go down the list But nothing quite like that bliss From your first kiss I'm the Tarzan to her Jane Katara to my avatar She used to call me Aang first Kids marriage I could go down the list But nothing quite like that bliss From your first kiss why she holding back? I don't understand. Got a plan set. I'ma get close to the friend. Link at the cafeteria. Prepared to show my hands. Had to clarify some things for I made my advance. Does your friend have a do or man of interest? She said, get your feelings hurt. Go ask her, be my guest. Plot thickened when she told me she had better half. I was selfish. Tried to drift her off the faithful path. I let out a laugh. Hit my feelings on a mask. But when she look at me, stimulate my lower half. Got me feeling like a first pick in the NFL draft When she had my heart sprung, couldn't really use a cast uh, Reignite that spark, see that glint She's staring in my eyes, uh, really giving hints I get butterflies, feel my gut wrench See her leaning in, that's my first kiss I'm the Tarzan to her Jane Katara to my avatar, she used to call me Aang first Kids marriage, I could go down the list But nothing quite like that bliss from your first kiss I'm the Tarzan to her Jane, Katara to my avatar. She used to call me Aim first. Kids marriage, I could go down the list, but nothing quite like that bliss from your first kiss.